<laughs> oh boy, this is going to take a while. Alright guys, we're here with another episode of Easily Annoyed. I got my boy Evan, as always, and then we got Connor Madden in the house. Uh, Connor, we just want to... <laughs> we just wanted to start by talking to you about like what you're what's going on with quarantine for you like what have you been doing before sorry connor before you start i just want to let everyone know that that was griffin's fourth take with the intro <laughs> so let's clap it up for griffin here yes sir <laughs> but yeah connor seriously how, how you doing during quarantine um i'm getting through it so uh, my dad ordered this weights that i have right here we're in my garage by the way right now and so we got these weights. That's why I'm staying in shape for football. So I'm doing that a lot. And I'm kicking like three times a week. Yeah. And then I also do like field workouts and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I'm not like running because kickers don't really run. But, you know. Are you in contact with your coaches and like can talk to them about like Yeah, we've season? had a lot of like Zoom meetings mm-hmm. over like we talked last week, like every day for like an hour and a half about like, you know, the whole situation with the Black Lives Matter, George Floyd movement, everything, because yeah. he wants to be clear with the players, you know, That's good. give everyone yeah, a platform important. to voice their opinion, which is awesome, so. Yeah, that's awesome. Before we get into, you know, like your story, I wanted to kind of let our listeners know how we, how we both know you, so Griff, you want to start? Yeah, so I've known Connor for as long as I can remember, because I know, I know that when our moms were pregnant with Kira and Aiden, they were friends then. Yeah, I think we were like two or something. Yeah, it was like two or three. It, it, so, like I literally don't remember a time when I didn't know Connor. Okay, so you, so like your friend, your mom's were friends. Yeah, they yeah. Met, I think like your mom was shopping and my mom was working or something, and then I don't know. Because yeah, like your mom worked in Pottery Barn. Pot- that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Something like that. That's interesting. Or my mom might have worked there. at Pottery Barn too because I I know I she know. did at some point. That's interesting. But um, yeah, and then we've been friends ever since because yeah. they. The two of them, Miss Emily, my mom, and then Miss Luzak also would, or Miss Colleen would, yeah. they'd go to the Y and just, like, drop us off, and they'd go upstairs and work out, and, like, me, Connor, Kira, Aiden, Ryan, Piper, all of them, we would just be, like, downstairs. If you've ever gone to a Y when you're little, yeah. they just had, like, a little, right. it, wasn't, kids, it wasn't a daycare thing, it was just, like, thing, yeah. yeah, like a camp, kind of, yeah. but at any time, you could go down yeah. to the basketball and stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then for me, uh, I met Connor... It was sixth or seventh grade. Yeah. Through basketball. basketball. We played on the same travel basketball team. Connor was the sharpest shooter on the team. <laughs> Dude had unlimited range. Um, and back then, Connor was like a little skinny slink. Who, yeah. <laughs> and everyone knew Connor for the headband that he wore oh, yeah. every every single <laughs> practice, every single game. And now you guys can't really see it, but Connor is massive now. How, yeah. how tall are you? He's a big boy. Uh, I'm actually six three and a half. I six three and a half. All right, and he's yoked. I mean, this dude. I guess the weight set uh, was worth the money because this dude is huge <laughs> yeah. now. We were playing. Um, I remember one of the first times we came back from college, and we were playing basketball at um, the gym. We Lifetime. Go to? Lifetime. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Lifetime. In, it's been a while. I don't remember. Like you took your shirt off or something, and I just felt like a woman. <laughs> and it's fine, and it's fine, but I did, and it's fine. You're, you're, you're a pretty woman. You'd make a I would be woman. an ugly woman if everyone else would come on now. No. Um, yeah, so Connor, so you started, so we, you know, obviously you played uh, basketball. I know you played soccer too for mm-hmm. a while. Um, and then, what, in high school was your first time playing football? Yeah, senior year. That's Only, crazy. Played oh one God. season. Wow, that's, that's crazy. Nice. So, yeah, so guys, so Connor. I, I'll let you tell the story. You Tell how you got into football. How in depth do you want me to go? Like, the whole thing? Yeah, the yeah, whole yeah. thing. Give us the whole All thing. All right. So, I started off playing soccer my whole life. So, I could always, like, kick really far. 
So I'd be taking like the goal kicks, the free kicks, all that, the corner kicks. And then in my like last season, last two seasons, my uh, head coach of my soccer team, Coach Dan, he wanted me to start getting into kick, uh, football kicking because I could kick far. So I ended up trying it out. Um, it was like the spring of junior year, I think, was when I first started, and I was terrible, right? It's like, it's a lot different from like soccer kicking. Yeah. yeah. Like now I can, I can not kick a soccer ball to save my life. I can just hit it hard, but it doesn't yeah. go anywhere, really. Right. But um, after working with for a while with like different coaches, like now I work with uh, Coach Deddy Colin. He's uh, one of the best coaches out there for kickers. He helped me uh, get to JMU, but back to where I was saying. Um, yeah, so that's how I started, and then I ended up emailing uh, Coach Taylor, the head coach at South Lakes at the time, and then he let me go for like a green day, like just to see everything, to try it out, and then, so I was there with like Evan and EJ, I think, and we were just off to the side the whole time, it was pretty chill, mm-hmm. kickers didn't have to do anything, right. um, as usual. <laughs> And then, <laughs> is that how it is in like um, college too? Like at Bridgewater, yeah, we kind of just were pushed off to the side and just told to stay out of the way. That's pretty funny. Yeah, we so just, just chilling. When, yeah, when we were called on, we'd go on. But uh, yeah, so then from there, so I, I went to the practices like the first three like trial days, made the team. They said I would do like field goals, extra points, um, and so I didn't really have like a big leg back then, but I was more accurate. And then, so I went, what, 76 for 76 on extra points, you know, because thanks to Spencer and Albert and Devin and all them, they (laughs) had all those touchdowns, and so it got me all those extra points, and it got me, I feel like they got me more looks from, like, colleges, but. um, (laughs) Well, when you make it big, you can thank them. for. Yeah. (laughs) And I actually made all met honorable mention, too. Yes, I remember that, yeah. It's crazy. That was kind of surprising. That's nuts. Yeah, I was surprised, but, um. Cause I only got second team all district and I made all met, which is weird. But then, so I visited what, Farum, um, Hampton, Sydney, and Bridgewater. I think that's it. For Farum, I knew like I already knew I didn't really want to go there. But as soon as I got there, there was no service on my phone, so I was like, <laughs> no, out of the question. That's no, really funny. And then Hampton, Sydney, I was iffy about, and then I got you there. You wanted an all boys school? No, did not want to do that either. So I was like, yeah, no, it was not for me. Um, and then Bridgewater was like, it was like close to JMU, so it was like something there. And then I knew, at the time, I don't know if Albert or, or Coach was already committed, but. It was just like near JMU where my parents went. It was just like felt like there'd be more things to do there, you know. Right. So, yeah. And so I went there. How far is it from JMU? Only like fifteen minutes. Oh, I did not know it was that yeah. close. Wow. Yeah, it's pretty close. No, and with D three, like when you're visiting, obviously, like, do they make it a big deal for? No, so players? none of my visits were like an official visit, so to speak. So, yeah, I. But um, it wasn't a big deal for the ones. Like sometimes they'll have players like try on jerseys. That's the most. I didn't, I never did that. Mm-hmm. I never went on a game day visit or anything. It was just one of those like, uh, I don't remember what it was. It was in like January or something. But it was like a, just walking around really. Wasn't gotcha. much of a. Yeah. Um, and then, let's see. So after I got to Bridgewater, so yeah, this is another side story. So, this so right after senior year ended. I was training, like kicking, just, uh, I think uh, Brandon was at the field with me. I was kicking, I kicked like a, I was just kicking, right? 
and I was kicked a 35 yarder or something, and I felt a big like pop in my my right hip, and you know I was like screaming obscenities and pain. I like walked it off a little bit, and I just went home, tried to like ice it and stuff, and then I just ice it every day throughout the summer, but I kept kicking with it, and then after I got to school, you know, we were kicking every day, so it made it worse, and after like, I'm not even like every day, it was like two days of practices. I it wasn't season didn't even come to close to starting yet, so it wasn't even an official practice. Uh-huh. Um, I went to the trainers and said like I strained my hip flexor, you know, yeah. and then. I've been doing like PT for like three weeks about for that and nothing was getting better. So I was like, this is just BS. I'm, I'm like, nothing's changing. It's not feeling any better. So then I talked to my parents and uh, we decided to go get an MRI. And then I, after I got the MRI, I found out uh, I tore my hip labrum. Yeah. Uh, 70, so the hip labrum, for people who don't know, you can't see, but just imagine like, like there's a, it's a ball socket joint so imagine the hip bone like the ball and then the labrum is like it's like a semi-sphere semi-circle around the ball holding it in in place so i tore 75 percent of that oh my god so i and my, when i got surgery it was like september 2018. Yeah. and what what went through your head when you found that out can i curse <laughs> or no <laughs> no we'll use bleep okay i said basically like f like all like i was i was pretty pissed you know yeah i was just didn't know what to think so one might say that annoys you <laughs> yeah yeah no yes easily annoyed that very easily annoyed me yeah no i, I didn't really know what to think because that was my first like time getting a real like crazy injury like that yeah right. so it was just like crazy news to hear like when you first hear it i was just kind of shocked I mean, like, part of me knew it was something bad, but, like, just hearing it, you know, it's just totally yeah, it different. Because yeah, then you think, like, because, like, I'd have surgery, so I was thinking about that, and, like, the recovery time, and, yeah, so I had to wait, what, three weeks after I found out that to get the surgery, and then after I got the surgery, you know, so they put five anchors in my hip. Wow. And those... They dissolve, so I'm pretty sure they over time, so they probably dissolve by now, I hope. Um, but no, it's all better now. Like, it's great now. Um, but yeah, and then, let's see. So after, so I started doing PT, you know, but like before PT, I like the first week, I couldn't move this whole leg. Like, I, I couldn't even like wiggle my ankle, you know, it's like really? the whole, yeah, no, it's just like a dead leg. Wow. It couldn't do anything, so you know I couldn't like dress myself in the morning. I have some like my brother or someone help me put shorts on. Yeah, it was ridiculous. But yeah, and then, uh, let's see. After so after the first week, you know I was on crutches for about five weeks, and so the PT started the second week, and after one week they took out the stitches and stuff. So second week, so the PT I'll just like. Because everyone's done physical therapy, I'm sure, for something. Or they know what happens. Mm-hmm. So, it, it sucks. Everyone knows it sucks. Yeah. It's, like, puts you in a dark place when you do it for that long. Like, for people I know, like, torn their ACLs or whatever, it's way worse. Cause you got to do it for a year. I had to do it for six months, and it sucked. I hated it. I hated every second of it. But, you know, did it every day. And it benefited me because now I'm better than I was by a lot. And I'm going to a better school for football. Yeah. 
So, but yeah. So after the PT, you know, I was started kicking again, and I was actually stronger, you know, doing all the stuff with my hip, like made my hip stronger, more explosive and stuff. So I was kicking further than before. And then, so I, let's see. So then I started being able to lift again, you know, like after six months, but yeah. And then started going to coach Desi, my kicking coach. And, you know, we were training and stuff for the summer. And then when I got back to Bridgewater for my sophomore year, I got the kickoff spot, did kickoffs, got 33 touchbacks out of like 76, something like that. We played 11 games. Um, let's see. Yeah, 11 games because we played a playoff game against, yeah, we made the NCAA tournament and then lost to Delaware Valley. But we went 10-0 and, and got ringed. That was pretty sick. That's great. Cool. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, but um, I'm trying to think what else I could talk about with that. So, wait, so you were just doing the kickoffs, right, for Bridgewater? Yeah, they, they, so they wanted me for, so I was, like, the biggest leg on the team, so I was doing kickoffs, and I was doing, like, 50-plus field goals, but we never actually attempted any in a game. Right. We came close, but never did it. Is the other kid who is taking field goals still at Bridgewater, or is he going to uh, No, he just graduated. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, Logan Weiss. <laughs> yeah, he had a good year. He went, uh, <laughs> he got, what, second team all over deck, I think. That's pretty good. Oh, yeah. And how did, like, were, were your coaches always looking for you to try to get to D1? Like, was that always a goal of theirs? No, no. Okay. Uh, I can tell I can tell you a little side story here. Uh, <laughs> story time. Coaches hate me at Bridgewater now. <laughs> I'm just going to flat out say it. They know it. They don't want to say it, but they know it. They hate me. I, I've accepted that. Like, one of the coaches blocked me on Twitter. Oh, that's and then, yeah, I... Don't understand that honestly. When I found when I saw that, cause like it was when, how I found out. Okay, this is funny. How I found out, Albert showed me a meme or whatever, cause we were roommates, you know, at Bridgewater. Mm-hmm. He was like, he showed me a meme how like coaches be acting like a, like an ex girlfriend or something when you leave or do something they don't like. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and like they block you or whatever. So I was like, you know, what? that's pretty funny. I'm actually checking, cause like that was after I entered the transfer portal, right? Yeah. So I wasn't with the team at all anymore. I had no affiliation. I was just going to the school as a regular student, just working out on my own. So I uh, I went to, like, Twitter or whatever. So that's where I followed all the coaches. And then I checked the profiles, and I got to the one. Uh, I won't say his name, but, <laughs> but it said blocked. I just bursted out laughing. I was <laughs> dying, dude. And then I showed him. He started dying. It was just the funniest thing. That's why, because you think, like, you know, with, I'm pretty sure, like, all Division three football players, like, the goal is to get to Division One. I yeah. mean, like that. I mean, yeah. So, so any, if you're a coach and you're yours that gets there, should right, be. you should be like it's almost like, it's a good look for the coach. Yeah, yeah I feel like know? it's. So. A, I feel like it should look good for them because you know they can say they like coached me there even though they didn't. <laughs> I don't know because <laughs> yeah. I'm a kicker. None, none of them really knew anything about kicking. Right. And Coach Clark, a little knowledge here and there, but not much. But gotcha. yeah. I feel like that's better than a win though. Because, like, that shows that you're okay, but actually making, like, advancing players. I'm not going to bad talk anyone here, but when I'm not going to say anything bad. All I'm going to say is when Coach Whitley, another coach of Bridgewater, so after the season, I'm going to go back to my story real quick. After the season, so what, it was February, I had my visit to JMU, and um, I had my visit, whatever, uh, Talked to the coaches, did the little photo shoot thing, walked around campus. Um, and then as I was getting ready to leave, I uh, coached Ignetti. Um, I heard that 
one of the Bridgewater coaches was a candidate for a coaching position at JMU, right? Mm-hmm. So that coach, Coach Whitley, um, when he announced that he was going over to JMU to work as a coach, he's a DB's coach, and he actually used to play in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It's pretty cool. Um, all the Bridgewater coaches were, like, congratulating him, everything, all that, but, like, I got nothing. Like, people just push me to the side, acting like they don't know me. Mm-hmm. Like, I'd see, like... There's a few coaches, like uh, Coach Lem, he would still say hi to me, you know, because he played at JMU. Yeah. So, I mean, he would say hi to me in the hallways, but, like, a lot of the other coaches just acted like I wasn't there, you know? Wow. That's super annoying. Yeah. But, I mean, like, it's just, like, two or three of them were being like that. The other guys were all right, mm-hmm. you know, but I guess it's just how it be sometimes. Mm-hmm. Hey, listen, you're making it. So, <laughs> I mean, that's, that's really you're what You're better than that, so like... <laughs> yeah. Um, is there anything that, I guess... Have you seen any changes so far? I know you haven't gotten there yet, but have you seen any changes so far between, you know, Division One and Division Three program? Yes, a hundred percent. Already a hundred percent. Yeah. So there's like, I mean, yeah. So at Bridgewater for me, like during the summer, you know, during the off season, there wasn't really much contact with like coaches, but you know, we're having these meetings all the time over Zoom. I don't know if like other schools like D three or whatever are doing that, but you know, there's one more like communication. And these coaches at JMU have been very, like, uh, what's it called, like, clear about, like, everything mm-hmm. and telling us what's happening. Like, they told us uh, about the report day, you know, because everything's, like, up in jeopardy right now with the season with Corona. Right. Yeah. So he said something about maybe, like, July, sometime in July, but, you know, nothing's, like, set in stone. But, you know, at Bridgewater, we never really heard anything in the off season. you know. I mean, it's... Yeah, it's just, like, way more commu- better communication, you know? It's just more, like, serious, really? Yeah. More I mean, not more... It's more... It's, like, they're both serious. It's both professional. It's just... I don't know. I guess they're just better about communicating what's going on. Uh-huh. I don't know. Maybe it's because I didn't have, like, a special teams coach at Bridgewater. So it was a different experience for me than, like, skilled players. Yeah. Right? Who have actual position coaches to talk to. But, like, ours was just the head coach. You know, he had a lot of other stuff to do, so... And you said, like, visits for D3, like, they didn't, like, put out the red carpet or anything for you. Like, was it a lot different? Because I remember you sent me a picture of you in the jersey, and, like, oh, yeah, I couldn't talk about it at the time. But, yeah, was it, like, a big deal that you were coming? Or did they make it more of a big deal? Oh, Jamie? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dude, they wanted me to come so bad because I'm not going to – I probably shouldn't say this. It's – they need a kickoff guy, I'm going to say. They uh-huh. were in desperate need of a kickoff guy. Gotcha. That's all I'm going to say. Are you going to be taking uh, any field goals for them or strictly sticking to kickoffs? Um, as far as I know, they said, um, on my visit, they said they might want me for, uh, like, longer attempts. Gotcha. Yeah. If that happens, you know, I'd be down for that. That'd be pretty sweet. I want a yeah. chance, you know. Yeah. I mean, if I miss it, I miss it. But, if, you know, I just want the chance. Yeah. Right. Yeah. If uh, someone had told you, like, Right when you had started playing football, that you were going to be playing Division One in a couple of years, what would you have said? <laughs> Go to hell. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty funny. All right, so uh, yeah, let me. I, um, I'm gonna do um a quiz with you, uh, Evans Eleven questions here. Um, so first question. Oh, and for everyone listening, so, so a lot of these questions are gonna be based off of kickers and kicking in general i guess so some of them are going to be trivia and then a couple others are going to be open-ended for connor first question who is the nfl point leader in all time of all time adam Vinatieri. adam and terry is correct one for one 
Who holds the record for the longest field goal, and how far was it? Matt Prater, 64. All right, two for two. This one I think is going to give you some trouble. What percent of points do kickers account for? Oh, boy. Oh. Hmm. I'd say, like, percent total. See, three points for what field goal, one point for extra point, and then six for touchdown. So, ah, that's hard. I don't know. I would go with... 45%? You're close. It's 30%. 30%? Okay. 30%. I'll give you... Uh, I don't know if that's close. For the, for <laughs> All the, right. I mean, for the Redskins, it's probably like 45. You know, watching <laughs> them all the time. Yeah, that's right. a hard time getting the end zone. Uh, who is the only kicker in NFL history to win MVP? Oh, damn. I know his name. Played for the Redskins. Yeah, I know. It's like, no. I want to say like Scott Norwood or something. Nah, I'll give you a hit. Both his first and last names start with M. I'm not going to remember it. I All used right. to know it. All right, it's Mark Mosley. That's right. Yeah. yeah. All yeah. right. I, I heard the name. I'm... Damn. <laughs> All right, so this one we got to keep it PG, so we're going to say Mary Kiss Kill, okay? <laughs> <laughs> All right, you ready? Oh, boy. All right. Coach Taylor, <laughs> Coach Clark, and Coach Signetti. <laughs> Is this Coach Taylor from basketball or football? Football. Oh, Jesus. So for everyone listening, this is his coaches from... Coach, uh, coach Taylor is his South high school Lakes. coach. Coach Clark uh, coached Connor at Bridgewater, and Coach Signetti is going to coach him at JMU. Yeah. Oh, man. Let's see. i got to say, I don't know. I feel bad, like, ranking them like this. <laughs> hmm. See, Coach Taylor, I have to say, like, I mean, Coach McNeese is obviously number one right now because he's giving me the best opportunity out of all of them. So I want to hear you say I'm going to marry Coach McNeese. Okay, yeah, marry Coach McNeese. <laughs> <laughs> I want to hear the kiss one. That yeah, yeah. Off of that. Uh, <laughs> gosh. Hmm. I don't know, because I only had Coach Taylor for one season, but, you know, he gave me the first opportunity to ever play, and then... Yeah. <sighs> tough one, tough, tough one. Tough one, tough choice tough here. Tough one, need an answer. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say... Sorry, Bridgewater. I'm going to say kill Coach Clark, and uh, I guess kiss for uh, Coach Taylor. <laughs> 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 okay, all right, Hot. next question. <laughs> Next question. Uh, what current NFL kicker played in the MLS as a goalie? Oh, Josh Lambeau. Josh Lambeau is correct. Good Jacksonville job. Jaguars. Okay. All right, so the rest of the questions are over, open-ended for you. Okay, question seven. Why do kickers not get enough credit? Because <laughs> there's an e easy fallout. Right. You know what I mean? If, like, if kicker, like, it could come down to, like, a goal line stand. The offense can't get in, like, the goal line. So the kicker comes in or whatever. Sometimes it's not even the kicker's fault, I'm gonna be honest. Like sometimes the snapper or the holder mm -hmm. it can mess up like you know, your head when you see the ball like fumbled a little bit and yeah. the while the holder gets it, like it messes with your head and you're like like, oh shit, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Better not like mess this up and then if you do shank it, you know, everyone just looks at you. Right. You're the follow I mean, it's it's whatever, I'm just used to it, but like mm -hmm. And being a kickoff guy, that doesn't happen, obviously, because I'm just kicking it as far as I can most of the time. Yeah. Unless I have to, like, place it or whatever. But yeah, Have you have you had a onside kick in any competitive game? 
No. No. Okay. Have you practiced that? Yes. Okay. They, we. It was funny because actually at Bridgewater, our last game against uh, what's it called? Guilford, like the worst team in the ODAC. Like they were like, zero and ten. Wow. Maybe not. I don't, something like that. They were really bad. I don't know. I don't know the record, but uh. They never, like, the whole season out of all, like, every film, every game film we had, they not once had they had a guy line up in front of me, you know, 10 yards. So I would have done, like, one of those, like, suicide, like, middle dribble ones where I recover it. Yeah. And just for some reason, that one game, they just decided to put a dude there. For uh, no I reason. Mean, yeah. No one ever, like, did it against them, and they had never put a guy there. But for some reason, they felt the need to do that against them. Gotcha. I don't know how, like... What would make them think to do that? Yeah, I was like, I was kind of pissed. <laughs> I was excited. <laughs> Sorry, Griffin's getting alerts over here on his phone. He's very, uh, very popular. But um, okay, so I'm guessing you don't think kickers are the least important person on the team, of course, right? No, no. Okay, good. I don't so, think so okay, so this is your chance uh, for payback here for anyone on the team who might have said that kickers are. Okay. What do you think? The least important position on a football team is. <laughs> <laughs> okay, first, it usually the people who talk like crap, whatever about the kickers are the ones that either like don't play, they dress like all iced out, dripped out, whatever, don't see the field at all, like with the armbands, the headbands, whatever, right. take those flicks before or after the game, never see the field, maybe get in the garbage time, but like none of them play, none of them do anything serious. So I like we'd always just make fun of them whenever they try to trash talk special teams. We're like, dude, how many times have you touched the field? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're on scout team like backup. The hell, you know it's just it, okay. Yeah, sorry, I just had to ram for a second. So so we'll say the least important people on the team are the ones that don't play. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, scout team, you know they give looks for like what the opposite of the opposing team will have that week. You know, so they're not like. Right, there's a role for everybody. Yeah, there's a role for everybody. But they don't do anything. <laughs> the <laughs> role just might not be as important. Yeah. Well, but yeah, I think okay. also, I think it's people that don't know anything about football are the ones who are just like, it's the kicker that doesn't do anything. Dude, I know nothing about football. I don't know anything <laughs> about, like... But you play uh, Yeah, I mean, yeah, but, like, I'm talking about, like, the schemes, whatever. Division one, baby. I like, I, I just kick. <laughs> All right. Um, okay, next yeah. question. What is the most important part of being a kicker? Mental. Mental? Mental game, yeah. You got if you're like, you got to be confident in yourself. If like, you're like ever questioning yourself, you know, like before a kick, you're like getting all nervous, whatever. You're questioning, like, I better not. If you're saying, first of all, if you're saying I better not miss, that's your first like mistake. That's a big mistake. You're going to be like, you got to be like imagining it like going right through the uprights, down the middle. Like, you're like, I'm going to make this kick. And I'm going to walk off the field with three more points on the board. Yeah, that's what you gotta imagine when you walk up. And like, right. you, like yeah. I mean, for me, I when I when I do when I do kickoffs, um, because I haven't kicked a field goal since high school. <laughs> when I do kickoffs, I would walk on the field. I would just imagine myself like kicking to the end zone, whatever, and I would try to make myself like as nervous as possible. So it's a little different for that for me. Mm-hmm. I would try to build up adrenaline so I could just swing away at the ball, just hit it as hard as I could. Yeah. But, you know, with under control, too, because, you know, if you just wail at it, you're going to shank it with no, like, technique or whatever. But, right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay, so for question 10, I have, do you value accuracy or power more? 
Well, for kickoffs, I definitely value power more, and then for field goals, probably more accuracy. Okay. But right. the coaches that look at me, they value my power more. Definitely. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> gotcha. And then question 11, last question. What do you think the college and professional level of sports will look like in the fall? And have you heard anything from a coach? So, it depends on the location of your school or whatever. Um, I think because there's a lot of places where Corona is more like, like more about it's like a hot spot. Like right. right now, Harrisonburg, where JMU is, is still considered a quote unquote hot spot for Corona cases. Mm-hmm. So that's why we're not allowed to go back. No one's allowed to go back. Like all the whole campus is still closed. The fields are closed. So like people who are still there um, on campus, you know, or not on campus, or like living in their apartments off yeah. campus, they can't use the JMU fields. Gotcha. So they have to go to like a high school field or whatever. I don't know what's open down there, mm-hmm. but you know. And then, so in the fall, uh, I think I'm, like, we're going to have a season. I'm, like, 99% sure of that. I just don't know if, like, fans will be allowed or how many if they will. You know right, what I mean? Because, yeah. I mean, I just don't know how it's all going to work because they're still saying we're going to have, like, in-person classes, right? But then I feel like having fans at the game doesn't really make a difference. Yeah. If we're all going to classes with mm-hmm. each other. Yeah. I mean, I guess maybe only people that are involved with the university and like family, like students and family. I I don't know. It could be. Yeah. I, I I don't. I really have no idea what they're gonna do. Yeah. Well, my my mom was telling me like we just found out about tech and we're going back like at the normal time. Mm-hmm. And then up until Thanksgiving, it'll be like a mix of online and. Oh, I heard about that. And, yeah, that's what we had. And like in person, but then after Thanksgiving, it's all online. Yeah. The rest of the year, so it's like. Huh. It, yeah, finals and stuff will be online. So it'll be interesting. It'll be, you know, I, I'm guessing you guys will probably follow suit similar to what, you know, the NFL will be doing. Um, probably yeah. trying to figure out, you know, something about that. But it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. I don't I don't think there's really a right answer right now. Like I don't think I don't think anything's gonna necessarily work. You know, it's yeah, not like yeah. it's not like there's always gonna be a risk until there's a vaccine. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Like you know, it's one of those things. Like playing games. Like whether there's fans or not, it's these you're still putting these players at higher risk. I mean, they're going to be in contact, whether they have, you know, pads on, uniform, whatever. Like, yeah. there's still a risk for them. But then again, we also have to move on as a country at some point to, like, at least normalize our lives a little bit. Yeah, and also think about, well, all those guys who need to need football. Yeah. Like, the guys who need yeah. to play because yeah. a lot of them, like, that's their future. That's all they got. Yeah. yeah. So, like, that's the other thing you got to think about. Because Absolutely, yeah. Like, with the NBA, like, all those guys are amazing and already there. So, yeah. it's, like, if they if they miss a year, like, it's $40 million they're not making, but they also have hundreds of millions of dollars. Whereas, like, these college kids, like, they have the potential to be making that, but right. they're not making anything right now. Right. Yeah, this, I feel like this, this is the time where you're going to really tell who wants it and who's just in it for, like... A clout or whatever, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, who absolutely. really cares about what they're doing? Like, who's really passionate about their sport? Yeah. They're going to be the ones that come out on top. And the people who are just, like, kind of, like, doing it, like, just going through the motions, they're just going to, like, Fall probably off. get worse, honestly, you know? Yeah. Because, you know, no, like, all the gyms are closed. That's that's something that pisses me off. Like, <laughs> everything's closed. Oh, yeah, so that's, a, that's our last thing we're going to talk about is um, 
with every guest, we want to ask them okay. at least one thing that's been annoying them. Right. And Connor, I, I know that there seems like a lot of anger, so you can, <laughs> you can talk about multiple if you'd like. Oh, yeah, there's a lot of things that piss me off right now, man. <laughs> Definitely, so... Oh, yeah. like having to worry about the virus and everything, it just, it's just annoying. I'm just tired of it. I just want, like, this stupid vaccine to be done or whatever. You know, I, yeah. I know they're working on it, but, like, Hurry up. Faster. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So, yeah, like, the last time we were at the gym was, like, when we played, uh, remember when we played Dwayne Haskins in basketball? Yeah. That was, like, the yeah, last time Yeah, that's crazy. We I, I forgot you guys did that. That was pretty cool. <laughs> that was so cool. Yeah, we played with him, his girl, and then, like, three or four of his good friends. That yeah. was awesome. Yeah, that was awesome. I remember me and AJ took his ankles, too. <laughs> that's pretty funny. That was funny. Yeah, yeah. shout yeah. out we to Dwayne Haskins. Oh, hopefully, yeah. uh, hopefully, turned the Redskins around. Yeah, that's our franchise quarterback right there. <laughs> Um, but yeah, go to the Patriots. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think is that is that all you want to do? Uh... I can keep talking about. All right, listen, Andy, you have let's, more. You let's, have more. let's hear it. Uh, let's see. What else is annoying? <laughs> My parents <laughs> <laughs> telling me to wake up in the morning and stuff. Oh, yeah. Take familiar. take my siblings yeah. places or whatever. That's yeah. And then let's see what else. All these stupid like appointments I've been having. It's just why like right now like my, my mom will schedule like whatever appointment i have like super early so i have to like wake up in the morning i'm like <laughs> five hours of sleep and like the whole rest of the day i'm just so tired and i have to like do my workout like with no energy you yeah know? <laughs> just a pain and then <sighs> yeah i'm just tired of like wearing the sorry masks <laughs> that was about to curse. I'm tired of wearing those goddamn masks every time i go into a store or whatever and having yeah, to like be social socially distant from people also, I have a problem with talking when the mask is up. Yeah, dude. Oh, my God. It's so annoying. It's like, yeah, because then you like, sound like this, and you're like, hey, yeah, can, I get some, can I get some ham? It's yeah, like, they don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, I understand me. Yeah, I, I was in um, a pizza place a week or two ago, and I had to repeat something three times, but as I started to repeat it, he would start to say, I can't hear you while I was saying it. <laughs> so we were just standing there for, like, five minutes, just like, he doesn't hear me, and I'm just, like, starting to, like, yell because like I know if I yell it'll just sound like normal yeah. talking <laughs> but yeah man I, yeah. I'm done with the mask for sure alright so moral of the story is coronavirus if you want to get the hell out of our lives um, <laughs> we'd appreciate it you're driving Connor crazy he needs his normal yeah. life back yes sir um, but yeah that's that's pretty much all we got um, for this episode Connor I want to thank you again for your time do you have your number yet for, uh, for JMU no idea okay well whenever uh, <laughs> we'll whenever Whenever we get that, we'll make sure we put it out. Uh, make sure you watch out for Connor's uh, upcoming season. If if we have an upcoming season, but fingers crossed, um, watch out for Connor taking some big kickoffs for JMU. Yeah, so thanks thanks for being with us, with us Connor. And uh, that's been Easy Annoyed. annoyed. <laughs> yeah! <laughs>